0: Hi, everyone. I'm Elena Aguilar, and this is the Bright Morning Podcast. So, friends, for the month of May, we've got a series of episodes for you that focus on designing and facilitating professional development. And this is because on May 24th, 2022, the PD book, Seven Habits That Transform Professional Development... Which I co wrote with Lori Cohen will be available to you May 24th. The PD book. Now, this month, for each of these topics that I'm going to be talking about related to PD, there is a training that you can attend in which you'll learn how to build the skill that I'm talking about if you pre order the book. I know that you're going to want the book, I know you will. And so go ahead and just pre-order it now and then check out the show notes for this episode to find instruction on how to get access to the training. And if you have already pre-ordered it, then first of all, thank you and you are in. Just again, check out the show notes because you'll need to register. Okay, folks. In this episode, I am going to be talking about knowing yourself as a facilitator. And you are going to get three things in this episode. You're going to get direction on how to improve your facilitation, starting in the sphere in which you have the most control, which is yourself. And that's good news, right? The second thing you're going to get is a story that I have never shared before. And third, you're going to get some concrete next steps that you can act on today that will help you improve your facilitation. All right, before I get started, I want to shout out one of our Bright Morning Podcast supporters, Stacey W. from South Carolina. Thank you for being a supporter of this podcast. It really makes a difference. And finally, just a reminder that if you haven't already rated and reviewed us on Apple Podcast, please do that. It really does make a difference in terms of how this podcast gets out there in the world. All right, let's jump into this episode on knowing yourself as a facilitator. So you might have heard this saying before, wherever you go, there you are. You bring whoever you are to work, to school, to a PD session so this episode could really more broadly be called know yourself and this is an injunction that I make in I think all of my books the power of knowing yourself in order to be able to be effective at whatever you choose to do it's foundational to be effective, to realize a vision, to experience joy and self-realization. It starts with knowing yourself. It ends with knowing yourself. But today I'm going to hone in on a couple of key areas in which you can really benefit from knowing yourself. I have never shared this story that I'm going to share with you. It's not even in the PD book. I think I might have actually blocked it from memory. I didn't recall this story until I started planning for this episode many years ago. This happened many years ago when I was a coach at a middle school and I was facilitating one of those August back to school retreats. I was actually co-facilitating it with a couple of other coaches and we were trying to do work around equity and community agreements And the school was a really challenging place to be. And this retreat was extremely difficult. And I felt like there was so much resistance and every single activity that I tried to facilitate felt like it was a battle. And the principal was really struggling and he left after that year. And I recognize now he was really trying to be engaged in the retreat, but also kind of checking out. And what I kind of forgot was one morning before we started the day, I was with the other coaches and I was sitting on the floor leaning against the wall crying. And I just felt like I can't do this, I can't do this. It just felt like I was like at the center of everybody's anger. And the other coaches weren't really part of the school. And there were other teachers who were coming into the session and were witnessing me sitting on the floor crying. And it's just a painful memory. It's a really, really hard memory that I'm realizing I haven't quite completely sorted through. But if I could travel back in time and coach myself sitting on that floor, I know what I would have said. I would have asked first, what's hurting right now? Tell me about what's hurting. And I would have followed up with myself several times saying, tell me more. Tell me more. And then I would have also asked me, what's your vision for yourself as a facilitator? Who do you want to be? And I would have given myself a hug. So when I think back to that time, I recognize that there are two areas in which I needed to know myself more as a facilitator. The first was I needed to have a much clearer understanding of my triggers And the second, I needed to have a clearer vision for myself as a facilitator. There's a way in which I think of these two areas as being two sides of one coin. So on the one side, there's the emotional material that we're currently grappling with. There's the emotional material of the current reality. And then there's who we aspire to be, our vision Without understanding your current reality, you can't create a transformative vision. They're related. The current reality informs the vision. So when we talk about knowing ourself, there's really a lot more that's really essential to know starting again with your current reality, you've got to understand your emotional landscape. And then you also need to understand your skill and knowledge set because you need a vision for yourself and for who you want to be. But in order to realize that vision, you've got to take stock of where you're at in terms of your skills, your knowledge, your emotional terrain. And that is what allows you to recognize the gaps between where you're at and where you want to be. And that is what allows you to create An intentional plan to get there. So you've got to look at where you're at. You've got to look at your emotional terrain, your skill set, your knowledge set, and then identify your vision for yourself. Let me step back for a moment and remind you that you are a human being. You can only really show up as who you are. So your growth, what you might think of as personal development, is crucial in all of this. When you facilitate, you don't magically become someone else. And that is why I'm always talking about personal growth, starting with yourself, cultivating compassion, compassion for others, compassion for yourself, cultivating curiosity, equanimity, courage as part of the work you do. And really, you've got to figure out how to make cultivating clarity about yourself a regular practice. You can do that through meditation, and as many of you may know, I am a big fan of meditation. You can also do that through journaling, and there's a lot of other ways to know yourself on a regular basis. I engage in a lot of daily practices to know myself. I also want to remind that there are limits to how you can know yourself alone. Like, meditation is super helpful, journaling is super helpful. A lot of other reflective or contemplative practices can help you learn a whole lot about yourself. And we need and we deserve to have other people who help us see ourselves. And those other people could be trusted colleagues or friends or partners we can learn a tremendous amount through the listening and the thoughtful inquiry that others can provide us with. And those others could also be therapists or coaches or both, ideally. So just keep that in mind, this idea of you need to cultivate regular practices to Understand yourself, and yeah, you can do that alone. And you also really need, and I would say deserve to do that in the company of others. Now, as you start reflecting on yourself as a facilitator, I encourage you to start by recalling a pain point. There is a lot of learning in reflecting on and deconstructing that moment of pain or suffering. Like the one I shared with you where I was sitting on the floor of a conference room and crying. There's a lot of learning there. And if you come to the workshop that I'm going to be doing on this topic, I'm going to be guiding you through reflecting on that pain point so that you can not only know yourself better, but also make an action plan to use that knowledge to become a better facilitator. So remember, you can have access to that workshop if you pre-order the book, the PD book, which is out on May 24th, 2022. And look in the show notes for the link to how to do that. All right. But for right now, as I promised, I'm going to offer you two sets of questions that if you reflect on. And I mean, really spend some time reflecting on. Write down your thoughts about these questions. Writing really helps you process. If you really reflect on these, your facilitation will improve. So here are the two sets of reflection questions. First, I call this one, know what gets under your skin. Know what your triggers are. Get really clear on what your triggers are. Explore them. Triggers are those moments when you are emotionally activated. They often contain anger, fear, sadness. These emotions that arise in us to be our teachers that we can sometimes repress or suppress or ignore. So what are your fears? And you can think about this globally as well as specifically when you are facilitating what gets under your skin What are your fears when you're facilitating? What are your fears more broadly? Do you have fears that you will lose control? Do you have fears that people won't approve of you? Do you have fears that you won't be heard, that you won't be respected, that you won't be trusted? I know these are big questions. These are big prompts for reflection. Which boundaries are crossed when you are triggered? Which of your needs aren't being met? What might you be able to do to attend to those sore spots, those achy points that are activated when you're triggered? When you are triggered, it's a sign that there's information for you. It might be information about how your core values either are or aren't being expressed. Those triggers might be information for you about how your core values might feel like they're being trampled on the information might be connected to one of your core identities. If you are someone who has an identity that's been marginalized, for example, if you are a BIPOC coach or leader, then the triggers might be pointing towards the pain of racism or marginalization. Or the triggers might be pointing towards some way in which you aren't aligned to the bigger picture mission of the organization you're working in. When you are triggered, see what happens if you can warmly greet those emotions. Sadness, fear, anger, shame. They are showing up to give you information. Invite them in for a cup of tea. Take time to get to know them. Sometimes when they arise in the moment, that can feel really hard. That's kind of like advanced skills in responding to triggers. Or sometimes it's more easy to engage with them in reflection in retrospect after you've experienced the moment of trigger. Okay, that was a whole lot for the first set of reflection questions around knowing what gets under your skin. The second set of reflection questions has to do with your personal vision for yourself as a facilitator. And if you have the Art of Coaching workbook, you could look at the activity in there to help you think about your vision for yourself as a coach. That can really help to inform this vision for yourself as a facilitator. You might find a lot of overlap or a little bit, but really ask yourself, who do you want to be as a facilitator? Why do you want to facilitate? If you were to watch a video of yourself facilitating what do you hope you'd see? What do you hope that people who attend the sessions that you facilitate will say about you years later? What do you hope they'll remember about being in your sessions? And finally, how do you want to feel in the moment when you're facilitating? To a great extent, really. You create your reality. And your reality begins in your mind, in your imagination. So enjoy this reflection about who you want to be as a facilitator. It really can feel energizing and enlivening. It can help you feel lit up and zesty and zingy. Spend some time imagining your best self as a facilitator. All right, friends, that's it for this first episode on knowing yourself as a facilitator in this series on professional development. Do me a favor. If you found it helpful, would you share it with a colleague, share it with a friend? Just remember, word of mouth is how most people start listening to new shows. And remember to tune in this month, May of 2022, for these episodes on Designing and facilitating professional development. And of course, remember to pre order the PD book, which is out on May 24th. Okay, folks, I want to acknowledge Leslie Bickford, who is this podcast's producer and who does all kinds of magical thinking and planning and strategizing in the background to bring you this content that we know you're finding useful because I read those Apple reviews. Thank you, thank you, thank you to those who leave them, to those who send me emails and messages about the podcast. And Leslie Bickford deserves a whole lot of acknowledgement for her brilliance behind the scenes, as does Stacy Goodman, who does the sound engineering and is constantly looking for ways to improve what you hear. So thank you, Stacy. All right, friends, I'll see you next week. Take care and be well.